Hallelujah. I love spending time with my church family. Thank you, Jesus. Well, somebody said amen. Hallelujah. Genesis 13. I guess it's the first Wednesday of the year. And uh, we're not going to go back to 1 Samuel quite yet. But the Lord really laid this on my heart, and we want to obey God. It goes so well with so much of what's already been said, of course. God just orchestrating things beautifully. Amen. Genesis 13, let's pray. Father, thank you again for your presence here tonight. Thank you, Lord, for... Lord, it's all because of you. Lord, your mercy, your goodness to us, Lord. And it's already been said. Lord, we want to draw closer to you this year. You've given us some more time, God. Help us to learn. Help us to grow. Help us to be more productive for you, God. Lord, that we can shine our light and... Lord, we can see others come in and, Lord, know this. And, God, thank you for what you have done already tonight. We ask you to have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Genesis 13, verse 10. says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord... Like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose. We've been talking a lot about choices. Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain. And pitched his tent toward Sodom. Wasn't in Sodom, but toward Sodom. In the direction of Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to preach to you a little while tonight. Which way are you facing? Which way are you facing? Lot was given a choice by Abraham. They had to separate because of the size of their flocks. And Lot could have prayed. Lot should have prayed. Amen. I think it would have been wise for Lot to say, Abraham, you're a man of God, and I want you to pray for me. Humble myself and come to you and say, what do you think would be best? All we see is that he used his natural eyes to scope out the land. And he saw something. Can I remind you that the temptation in the garden, it looked good. Amen. All the natural sensibilities of the flesh said that fruit is good for food and will make me wise. But it was not the will of God. It was sin. Amen. Praise God. Lot chose him the plain of Sodom. After he looked at it, lifted up his eyes, he made a choice. He didn't bow his knees. He lifted up his eyes. Amen. He didn't humble himself to... Abraham, he lifted up his eyes and he made a choice. I'm here to tell you today, there's got to be a lot more going on in your life than what you see in the natural. But you're going to have to have a walk with God that God can direct you in this coming year in His will. Sometimes everything in your will is going to want to take you in a wrong direction. But God's got a good plan for your life. Amen. So often... We can look around church. We can look at people in church. We can look at ourselves as who we really ought to be looking at. Amen. A lot of times I think we have a very mistaken, warped sense of what it means to be strong in the house of God. What does it mean to be a strong Christian, a healthy Christian? Amen. I said this some weeks and maybe months ago, and I want to dig into this just a little bit tonight. That I give a lot more hope towards somebody that's got battles and struggles and doesn't know a whole lot about what it means to be a Christian, but they're facing the right direction. I've got a lot more concern 
about somebody that may seem like they're doing well. They've been in this for a long time. They know a lot about what it means to be a Christian. Maybe even fulfilling a lot of things, but they're facing the wrong direction. Are you hearing me? Sometimes we put a lot of confidence in things and make excuses in our lives thinking we're okay. We're going to make it. But I want to ask you, which way are you facing? 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. 1 Corinthians 4. God using the Apostle Paul to talk to this church. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 5, he says, Therefore, judge nothing what before the time. Judge nothing before the time. Sometimes we're looking at something or looking at somebody and you might say, oh, they're not doing so good, but give them some time. There have been a lot of times in my life, and I'm sure in your life, if you're living for God, that people counted you down and out. Amen. But time's going to tell. And I've seen a lot of people who seem to be the hero in church, seem to be like everybody, thought they were awesome. But I could tell they're not facing the right way. There's some problems there, and time's going to tell. That if they don't get turned around and start facing the right direction, I don't care how long they've been in church, I don't care how many people think they're just the greatest thing going, amen, if they don't get turned around, there's going to be a disaster. Don't judge anything before the time. Amen. You may be in a good position today, but that doesn't guarantee that you're going to be doing good by the end of this year if the Lord tarries. You're going to have to make a choice to be heading towards God. You're going to have to make a choice every day to do what it takes to be stronger. Amen. I appreciate these testimonies that said, I want to do better this year. You're going to have to make choices to do better. You can't just wish it. You can't just hope. You're going to have to do some things better if you want to get better. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you. And I'm sure we're praying for one another. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to say, you know what? I choose to go in the right direction today. I choose to get closer to God and farther away from sin. I choose to get closer to a new life and farther away from my old life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lot looked out. He said, it's going to be all right. It wasn't all right. Lot paid a great price for that choice that day. It didn't happen overnight. Hallelujah. He was just pitching his tent towards Sodom. It doesn't mean he wasn't, he wasn't in the midst of some kind of sinful, awful, perverse society that day. Amen. But somewhere along the line, that decision to get a little closer to Sodom, get a little farther away from the will of God in his life, caused him to lose everything. Amen says, therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts and shall then shall every man have praise of God. That's the main thing. Praise the Lord. I don't care who says you're doing good. God's going to have to say well done. Because man only sees so much. And I want to say it again, I think sometimes we look at some things and we look at things that aren't really maybe that important. But when we look at what what really gets me excited about somebody, you may be struggling. You may be hurting. You may be going through some things. You may not have all the answers to every question that you have. You may sometimes look around and say, I'm not sure exactly what I, what I think of some of this. But I tell you, there's some, there's some things that, that even though you don't have it, maybe everything lined up that, that make me say, you know what? I think they're heading in a good direction. Amen. Not every child is just going to have every bit of wisdom. Not every young person just has every bit of, uh, of every answer to every question. But if they're, they're being healthy and they're heading in the right direction, they're going to be all right. I want to talk about a few things. I just kind of jotted some things down to that I feel like are, are important things that, that, that matter. That matter. I've seen folks just, just maybe, maybe doing everything right, but doing it right for the wrong reason. Doing it right just to fit in. Doing it right because they feel like that's what's expected of them. 
But I want to ask you some things today. What about you want to you want to be facing the right direction in 2024? What's your attitude towards sin? I, I've I've been around as a young Christian. I know I, I testified about this already. As a young Christian, there's times where I've been around preachers, preachers, evangelists that man they could just preach the house on fire, as they say. And then get around with them and, and have them kind of kid around about their old life, boozing it up. Something didn't feel right in my spirit. Kind of thinking, acting like it was funny. But there were young people like me around that needed to hear, hey, that's still. That'll, that, that'll cause you to be lost. That'll destroy your future. That'll destroy your family. Amen. I, I don't, uh, something in me. Didn't care for that. He had just got, he was in the midst of preaching a revival in a, in a church nearby. And, and we had gotten together for a little while and actually helped him baptize a young man. And, and, and our church had a baptistry and they didn't. And, and we got to spend time with him. And I just felt something as a young man. I felt like, man, he's, he, his attitude towards sin is messed up. And I don't think he's living for God today. Listen to me. Uh, when we come to God, there's, there's a heart of repentance. I tell you, you want to do good, you need to hate sin and love righteousness. You need to look at your old life and say, God, I'm sorry, I'm ashamed. Like this brother was saying here tonight, I'm, a, I'm ashamed of what I was, and I want to get as far away from that as I can. Amen. Your attitude towards sin is going to tell me what direction you're facing. Amen. You start making excuses for sin and acting, start saying little things that make it seem not so bad. I know which way you're facing. Amen. Now, I want to tell you, if, if, if you've got the Holy Ghost in you, it's going to matter. It, it's, sin's going to make you uncomfortable. I'm not saying you just have to, to be calling people out left and right, but you're not going to be able to sit at home and watch that. And be comfortable when, when, when the name of the Lord is being taken in vain, when they're, when, when they're cussing and, and being lewd and, and, and filthy and, and, and using, uh, using the even Bible and, and, and things about God, tearing that down. There's, your attitude towards sin can't be that light. Amen. The music you listen to. It's, it ought to make you feel uncomfortable. You ought to relate to things that are glorifying sin. Amen. Well, I don't listen to all that. You know what? It's getting in your spirit nonetheless. Amen. You don't think the devil's perverted music. We come into the house of God with music playing, loving God, getting into the spirit. Hey, you've got to get into a spirit with that worldly music. Amen. Music that is glorifying lust and hatred and anger. Amen. Oh, there's spirits involved in that. Amen. I'll show you in the Word of God where man of God needed to hear from God. They needed a word from God. He said, bring me a musician. Bring me a minstrel. Uh, get, bring me some worship music. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're, you can't take sin lightly and be facing in the right direction. I, I don't care how long you've been in this. I don't care what kind of credentials you're using to try to... Hey, I'm, I'm telling you something. When you need to... To have the right kind of attitude that sin's not, not okay. Yeah. Amen. 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 You know something? I'm going to tell on you. You stumble. Sure you do. We stumble. Don't take that lightly. Amen. I've seen, I've seen people already just talk about, yeah, I really blew it. And just kind of laugh it off like it's no big deal. Oh, no. Get on your face and call out to God. Get, get, get right with God. God, God, I want you to, I, I want that out of me. Amen. You're going to stumble. Sure you are. Amen. But, but there is an attitude in this, in this day that people, oh, everybody just fails every day. Word, thought, and deed. Hundreds, dozens of times maybe. You know, no, an attitude that says, God, I want to do better than that. Amen. An attitude that takes sin seriously. Is facing in the right direction. And you're going to start failing less and less. Amen. God's going to start cleaning you up and cleaning you out and sanctifying you is what the Bible says. Making you holy. This Bible says, it's in your New Testament. It's quoting the Old Testament. 
But Peter said, I'm, God said, I'm holy. Be ye holy. Amen. Book of Hebrews says, without holiness, no man's going to see the Lord. Amen. So your attitude towards sin is going to tell me which direction you're facing. Amen. I don't care if you're a preacher, you're a pastor, you're a deacon, whatever you might be. You're, you need to have the right attitude towards sin. Amen. Praise God. Number two. You ought to be thankful every day for God's mercy. There ought to be an attitude in everyone. When I see somebody that almost acts like God owes them. Amen. You're facing the wrong way. Why doesn't God do this for me? You ought to thank God every day for your place in the house of God, for your place in the kingdom of God, and wonder how in the world, God, did you ever see fit to show so much mercy that I could be in your kingdom. Amen? That I could be your child. Amen? Hallelujah. I don't deserve a bit of this. When I go through battles and hard times, and I don't shake my fist. God, why would you let this happen? I think, why are you allowing me to go to heaven? Amen. Why have you been so good to me? You say, oh, I have it so hard. Have you read your Bible? Have you had it as hard as the disciples? Have you had it as hard as any of, any of these men and women in the Word of God? Come on. Every one of them outside of John was martyred. And John was thrown on the Isle of Patmos. Praise God. You think God's been unfair to you? Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what. He's been unfair to me. I don't deserve a bit of this. He's given me love and mercy and called me His child. That's not fair. I don't deserve that. Amen. And every day I have to struggle. Every day I have to get through another battle. Can I tell you, thank you, Lord, I'm a child of the King. Amen. Oh, I thank God every day for mercy. Hallelujah. God doesn't owe me. I don't want to have this entitled attitude of, uh, of what God ought to do and what God owes me. Oh, no, no, no. Hallelujah. I'm not better than anybody else. And this isn't about about me against my brothers. No, 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 no. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says we ought to have an attitude that says other people deserve this more than we do. Esteeming others greater than ourselves. How can I come to church and think, oh, why are they here? And what are they doing here? Hey, what am I doing here? I know my sin. I know what I've been. Amen. I know how much I've failed. You ought to be thankful. You want to be facing the right direction? In 2024, be thankful for the mercy of God every moment of every day. Carry that attitude of gratitude with you throughout your life. You felt God in this service. Why do you deserve that? A holy God loving us, letting us feel His touch one more time. What a blessing that is. I think people have it tough because they... They have the wrong attitude. Oh, it's not fair, and God's not done for me, and they, and, and and God just, I can't complain on God. I would feel like such a fool on Judgment Day to think I complained on God, to think that I said, God, I had it rough. God, I had it tough. Look at what we live in. Look at look at the life we have. Look at how God's blessed us. Are you fighting battles? Are you fighting hard battles? Do we see hardships and tragedies? Absolutely. But God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for His mercy. Amen. God help us. You know, you read the book of Hebrews 11. I can't get away from this. I don't know. God doesn't help me. I'm not going to get the rest of this message. But in Hebrews 11, all those people of faith... You hearing me? All those people of faith, they, they faced horrible challenges. And faith helped them through. But keep reading. Do you know there's people in that chapter of faith that were sawn asunder? You could just breeze over that. I can't. 
They had faith enough to be sawed to pieces and didn't turn away from Jesus. And God says this world wasn't worthy of them. God says they had something greater than their own lives. People wandered around in dens of the earth, the caves, without just real clothes on their back and rags and animal skins. Amen. The persecution of the first century was beyond what our human comprehension in our day could possibly fathom. And we're saying, oh God, I can't, I can't take anymore. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. I'm thankful for God's mercy. And if you have a complaining spirit, you're facing the wrong direction. You're not doing this that good. If you have a lot to complain about, not much to be thankful for, you're you're not a strong Christian. You're a dangerous ground. You're facing. You're you're pitching your tent towards Sodom. Amen. You want to be facing the right direction. You need to have a right attitude towards sin. Amen. You need to be thankful constantly. I don't even want to say every day. That's not enough. Just constantly thankful for the goodness of God. Thankful for the mercy of God. Amen. If God didn't let you get in heaven, you couldn't say, how dare you? Amen. Because you don't deserve it. And I don't deserve it. It's the mercy of God. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might not know a whole lot about this Bible, but are you teachable? You might not know a lot about what it means to be a Christian. You might not know a lot about prayer. You might not know a lot about just what it means to to get in and have good church. You may be very, very ignorant of a lot of the things it means to be a child of God. But if you're teachable, if you're teachable, if you can learn and want to learn, I give you a thousand times more hope of making across the finish line that somebody's been in this can tell you every bit of it forwards and backwards blindfolded. And you can't budge them to do a little bit better, to get a little bit deeper. Hello? I want to tell you, none of us are as deep as we need to be. None of us got as much as we really need to get. There's more to get. 2024 can be better than 2023. Your walk with God can be greater. Amen. But I'm asking you, are you teachable? Can God tell you, hallelujah, that here's what you could be doing better without you fighting? Amen. i tell you what. It's not hard to figure out. When the Word of God's out there, hallelujah, There's the flesh is going to fight. Amen. Are you going to say no to your flesh and yes to the Word? Or are you going to line up with your flesh and say, who do you think you're talking to? Hey, God's going to challenge you. Hallelujah. In every part of what you do to do better. Hallelujah. I know some people just get all bent out of shape. I don't know why. It's okay. It's okay to just be able to say, I've got a lot to learn. Not just say it, but go learn. Amen. It's one thing to say, I don't know it all. It's another thing to say, hey, help me learn some more. Amen. I think a lot of times we say the right things, but when it comes to action, that's a different thing. Which way are you facing? Amen. The Word's going to help you do better. I, 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 I know people, they come to the house of God and, and the Spirit of God starts telling them, in order to, to do better, you have to be corrected. Amen. Oh, I don't like that. Well, you just want to... You know what? I like it. I, I like to, to do better and be right. If I'm wrong, I want to be right. And I'm not insecure about that. You say, oh, I don't like being corrected because that means I... That means you have to admit you might have not been doing the greatest. You might have been wrong about something. See, pride will keep you from that. Pride will make you feel like you've got to justify yourselves. That's what the Pharisees did. Jesus couldn't teach them. Jesus couldn't tell them how to pray better, how to do better. Amen. You've got to be teachable if you want to make it. I, I know a lot of times people are looking at folks and, oh, wow, they're a pillar and they're just doing amazing. And I'll tell you who's, who's really facing the right direction. 
They might not. They might be stumbling. They might make, be making mistakes, but they're teachable. Hey, just go ahead. Just help me. Train me. Teach me. Show me. That's why I believe more than ever. You know, I've told you this many times. This Bible doesn't talk about childlike faith. It doesn't. Jesus never quote, said those words. I know a lot of people think they're there. They're not there. He said, humble yourself like a child to be, and you'll be converted. That, I'll tell you what that means. I need to learn. I need to grow. I need to change. That's what converted is. And in order to do that, I've got to humble myself. You cannot be stuck in your ways and be a child of God facing the right direction. Amen. You've got to be able to, to say, you know what, God, I'm, I'm here. If nobody else gets it, I need to get something from you. Amen. i got nothing to prove. I've said it boldly. I've said it with a smile on my face. I said it, I think, this past weekend. If you can help me see something that I don't know, you're my friend. I'm not going to fight you. How dare you? Don't tell me that. You're my friend. You're helping me learn the greatest thing that can be learned, how to walk closer to Jesus. you got to be teachable. Somebody say teachable. teachable. got to be teachable. Hallelujah. I want to be teachable. You got to be hungry. You got to be hungry for this. Thank God you're here on a Wednesday night. Thank God you're not only here on a Wednesday night, but you're paying attention. Amen. You're 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 focused in this. You're hungry for this. There's a difference. Amen. You say, oh, I'd never miss a service. Yeah, but there's somebody. Uh, you know what? That that's hungry for it. And, and you're just kind of sitting there so distracted. Anybody ever get distracted? Every one of us does. Somebody testified about it. But the question is, do, does it become a habit for you or do you fight against it? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. When you're hungry for something, you can't get enough. There's a difference between somebody that's satisfied and somebody that's hungry. Amen. The Bible says the full soul, the one that is filled, the full soul, loatheth the honeycomb. But to the hungry, every bitter thing is sweet. Amen. You know what that means? That means you, it, it's, you're not so picky. You know, if you're too picky, you're not very hungry. Amen. If you're like, I don't know if that's just cooked the way I like it, you're not hungry enough. But when you get hungry, hallelujah, sometimes it, it, oh, that tastes so good. I don't care what box you pour that out of. That's so good. That's gourmet. I'm starving. Amen. You sit back and you're critiquing it. I think I'll give that service three and a half stars. <laughs> and, and, and there's other people just pouring their guts out before God saying, oh, God, I need this. I need more of this. And, and, and not looking at, at all the petty, shallow things. You're hungry. You need God. You're listening for His voice. Amen. There's a difference. I'm telling you, you'll do well when you get hungry for God. You think about this. You talk about this. You, you get into the Word and in your own time. You can't get enough of it. I want to listen to more preaching. I want to get into the Word more. You're hungry for God. Well, how many is that? I don't know. I'm not counting. I don't have numbers next to them. Hungry, teachable, thankful for God's mercy, right attitude towards sin. Let's talk about worship a little while. Let's talk about worship a little while. You can tell a lot about somebody, the direction they're facing when it's time to worship. Amen. Hallelujah. When you come in the presence of God... And you're saying, God, I, I want you. This is, remember what Jesus said? They that worship the Father must worship Him in spirit and in truth. This is God's spirit connecting with your spirit. So it's got to go deep. It's got to come from something deep. You can't, you can't be just standing there you know, with your hands in your pockets, just singing along like everywhere. And everybody around you is, oh, oh, God, you're just so good. And just like, Jesus loves me, this I know. Hey, man, I like those songs too, but you know, there's something more than that. 
Say, you, did you see what so and so and so did during worship? Did you? What were you doing? What are you paying attention to? What kind of worship? I'll tell you, worship is so important. It might not be important to you, but it's important to God. It really is. He loves worship. Something beautiful when, when the upright worship God. So much in the, in the Word of God about our worship to Him. Amen. It's very, you say, oh, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. That's very telling. Because this is a time you forget about everybody else. I'm worried about what somebody's listening to. This is worship. Amen. This is unto God. Praise the Lord. It is. Say, well, I, I just want to make sure it's decent and in order. Of course. And worship is decent and in order. Love God. Amen. Give God all your attention. Open your heart to Him. During worship, it's not a time to say, God, I need this, and I need this, and I need this, and I want this. And God, I'm thinking about my day, and I'm thinking about tomorrow, and I'm worried about this, and I regret that. Worship God. You can tell a lot. I, I know. some. It's a battle. Worship is the front line of the battle. The devil hates your worship. The devil's trying to steal your worship. And God's trying to do amazing things in the worship. Amen. It tells a lot about which way you're facing when all of a sudden it's time to worship. What are you consumed by? Is it Him and loving Him? Hallelujah. There ought to be some your heart and your, your, your words. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about lifting up your voice. Don't be afraid. Listen around you. Some of those people speaking in tongues and lifting up their voice. And, and you're, oh, I'm so worried. Somebody's, nobody's listening to you that matters. Amen. If there's somebody who's going to get in, uncomfortable by you just loving Jesus with all your heart, let them be good and uncomfortable. Go ahead and let them just, oh, I didn't like, go, don't, I don't want them to like it if they're that carnal. If you want to make carnal people happy, amen, then, then you got a different kind of goal than what the Bible's setting up. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Amen. God bless you. This is about giving God glory. I can't give it a high enough praise to Him. He's been so good to me. Uh, what, why would it ever cross your mind what somebody else is thinking? God's in the house. Give Him glory. God's in this. Amen. Give Him honor. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. We, it, it says a lot. It says a lot. God bless you. Hallelujah. It's different at first. It's different at first when you come into a church that worships. Amen. You're used to all the different ways that you can kind of hide behind your songbook and, and get, uh, you know. But God's saying, I want to... I want to interact with you. Amen. Amen. But after you start getting into the presence of God, learn how to get lost in that. Learn how to just forget about everything. Amen. Get, just get lost in the presence of God, loving God. Amen. Let God work. Let God work. Amen. Praise God. It's just it's beautiful when you can worship God. But that, that form of godliness, that, that just, just so worried about that's so much except what you really need to be concentrating on. How good God is. Amen. You know what somebody else might be thinking? Why would I be even concerned? I don't think I have ESP. Why am I trying to practice in church? That is called paranoia. Amen. And it's a problem you need victory over. You know what they're thinking? No, and neither do you. Amen. That is a paranoid, intrusive thought that the devil's put in your head to distract you from giving your God glory. Get in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And love God. You hear people around you shouting and giving God praise. Enter into that. Enter into that. Become one voice. Become one, one body. Amen. In praise and worship to God. Amen. Say, oh, I'm just uh, doing my thing. You know what? We have to be one voice to Him. Enter into that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Huh? Uh, we're not in a competition. 
We are not in a competition, but I'll tell you something. Uh, I think there is a little something saying, you know what? I'm not going to let somebody out praise me. I, I'm not going to let somebody else get a blessing while I stay carnal and just, just patty cake my way through a service. Uh-uh. If there's a blessing to get, I want it. If somebody's shouting, I'm going to shout along with them. Amen. If somebody's excited, I want to be excited too. Amen. I, I, it's about getting involved in what God is doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Be worshipful. Get lost in it. Amen. He's good. So good. He's worthy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I have people say, well, I don't want to do it just because you said it. Well, it's right. Forget all the weird reasons you don't shouldn't. Just do it. Because God's worthy. God's worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. I got one more. Hallelujah. What, what direction are you facing? It shows up during worship. If you If you can't get involved in worship it, it i'll tell you maybe you don't know a lot maybe you feel like you're just the the least of these if you'll worship god i got a lot of hope for you if you worship god with all your heart and get involved in worship and forget about what people think and what you look like and just worship god you're facing the right direction if you're hungry if you're hungry for more of God, you're facing the right direction. If you can be teachable, you're facing in the right direction. If you're thankful for God's mercy, you're facing in a good direction. You're going, you're going, you're going to move, move the right way. If your attitude for sin, you're not comfortable with it, you're not light on sin, you're, you're, you're facing a good direction. i got one more. Hallelujah. We come to the house of God... And, and God ministers to us. God blesses us. God feeds us. He gives us wisdom, direction, strength, healing. But if you can focus on saying, God, can I help in church? Can I, can I be a blessing right, right from where I am? Can I, can I help somebody around me encourage them, bless them. You know, when you come to church, there's people that come to church for years and years and years. Now, this is not going to be easy to hear, but it's not easy to say either. But I've seen people come to church their whole life, and still it seems like as a pastor, we have a vision. We have a goal. Amen. We're not just passing time. We want to see a move of God. There's people I want to see healed in this service. There's people I want to see filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. There's people I want to see set free and delivered. Amen. There's devils that fight in church. I want to see them put under our feet. That's real, and that's every service, not once in a while. You come in once in a while and think about these things, but good, strong, solid, healthy Christians come into church knowing there's a work to do. Amen. Not just part-time, all the time. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. You're making, you're helping me tonight. I'm telling you something, though. Some people make it harder to preach. I'll still preach, but they're not helping. And I wonder sometimes people all their life in church, and they're not really getting that this, this is the goal. You say, oh, I know that, but you don't do anything to help it. Amen. Your attention is going to everything else but the goal. See, God's got a work to do. And, and we're here to do that work. Are you helping that or are you dragging? Amen. Are you, are, are you pulling us back or are you press pushing us on? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you a taker or are you a giver? There's some people, you know what, you're like, oh, I'm so glad they came to church. I miss them when they're gone. They're such a blessing. Are you? Because there's other people you don't say that about. Ooh, that's tough. Man, what kind of preacher says stuff like that? <laughs> You're a preacher, you know. Some people you don't say that about. Oh, There's such a challenge. Yeah. Are you? You're going to have to ask yourself that question because we got work to do. 
You want to see the devil put under our feet. You want to see victory. you got to be a helper and get to work. Some people never think about what we're trying to accomplish, and we're not accomplishing. We want to accomplish more in 2024. We want to do more for the kingdom of God. Amen. How much do you think about what we're trying to do? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. We're almost done. There's a vision here. It couldn't be more clear. And if you don't get it, you need to figure it out. But ask a thousand questions if you have to. Hopefully by then you'll get it so you can get behind that. But I pretty much explained it just a few minutes ago. We want a God to move. And they, you're either helping that or you're hindering it. There's no neutral ground. You need to understand what we're doing. And Amen. We don't have time being busybodies. We have to get into doing the will of God. Just just whatever it takes. Amen. Hallelujah. Sister talked about things being messy. Always. Always. Amen. Praise God. That's that's what we do. Amen. We we try to do everything we can. And you know what? Either God's going to clean the mess up or clean it out. But you need to be a part of what God is doing to try to give every chance we can do to see God work. Amen. Help there be a move of God. In every part of every service, get behind what it takes to really push it forward. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I guarantee the devil does his best. And people who have been in church forever, well, I'm not going to get behind that. You know, the preacher just wants people. I just want help. I'm not looking for yes men. I'm looking for, not looking for cheerleaders. I'm looking for people that get that we need to move a God. And that God's going to move and the devil's fighting every step of the way. Amen. What side are you on? Amen. Are you going to help God move? Or are you going to help the devil try to drag us down? Amen. It's time to get serious about revival. Amen. What, which way are you facing? Which way are you facing? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. I'm going to ask Sister Katie to come. I want to read you one more scripture. Hallelujah. First Timothy 5. Verse 24 says, some men's sins are open beforehand. Some people you know. It's obvious. They ain't right. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment. But some men, follow, they follow after. And I tell you, sometimes we get our eyes on a lot of different things that really aren't that important. But if we can be facing the right direction beginning this year and start heading in that direction of revival, of a move of God, put your heart into this. It's going to take work. It's not just when it's easy. When it's toughest, we need you the most. When we're, when, when we're in the battle, we need you the most. Amen. Judgment Day is going to reveal it all. But I want to try to get as many as I can ready to make that here well done. Will you be helpful? Will you do what it takes to have a move of God? Oh, some of you reaching out to God right now. Hallelujah. Let's, let's, all, let's all reach out to Him. Come on, it's time to do better. It's time to be better. It's time to be facing the right direction. Come on, I don't care. If you don't feel like you're very strong, it's going to be all right. You keep on facing the right direction. You don't feel like you know a lot. That's okay. God's going to help you. God's going to help you. Jesus name. In Jesus name. Which way are you facing today? Oh, there's a good presence of God here today. He's going to help you. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. You can grow. You can see God move in a greater way this year. But these are some very basic things. That's what I'll be. Oh, yes, Lord. I believe God's going to work in a greater way. 
so many good things, good ingredients. But let's be careful we're facing in the right direction. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. last day to see victory in the battles we're facing and we will face. wonder if we could all stand and gather together sisters with the sisters, brothers with the brothers, either joining hands or reaching out. And hallelujah. Let's pray one for another, but also going to pray for this community, going to pray for God to work through us in a greater measure. There's people all around us, and even in this neighborhood, that need God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now for my church family, Lord, praying for my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God. Lord, each family member, each loved one, Lord, I pray you draw them to you. Pray, Lord, you break every chain of the enemy. Destroy every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Lord, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters, even parents, God. Lord, come to you in Jesus' name. Break the chains, God, of addiction. Break the chains of sin. Break the chains of depression, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, work in this community, in our jobs, Lord. Hallelujah. Work in this community, Lord, in our neighborhoods, God. Work throughout this, Lord, this county, God. Let your spirit, Lord, move out. And, Lord, draw hungry souls. Lord, break the chains of sin. Destroy the works of the enemy, God. Lord, work in greater ways. Lord, we believe in you, Lord. Lord, I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister, Lord. Break every chain of the enemy. Destroy, Lord, the works of the enemy, God. Oh, bring liberty. Bring liberty, God. Bring a renewing, God. A refilling, God. Oh, yes, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, refill my brother. Lord, refill my sister, God. Oh, work in a greater way, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Break every 
chain, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Lord God, shine your light. Shine your light, God. Shine your light in this community, God. Shine your light throughout, Lord. You see that one that needs you the most. Draw them, draw them, draw them to you. Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, have your way, God. Oh, yes. Lord, hallelujah, build our families stronger in you. Lord, bring husbands and wives closer together in you, Lord. Bring children, Lord, hallelujah, in unity with their parents, God. Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Restore families, God. Yes, Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done in this year. Lord, use me, God. Use me, God, to shine your light. Oh, thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it. Thank you for it, God. Oh, yes, thank you for your presence here tonight, God. Thank you for your help. Thank you, Lord, for the unity that's here tonight, God. Thank you for what you're already doing. Oh, yes. We believe you, Lord. Greater victories. Greater miracles, God. Hallelujah. Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. We love you, Jesus. We love you, God. tonight, God. Thank you for your presence, Lord, your help. Lord, continue to work in greater ways. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your help, God. Deliver this word into each heart and each life. And we give you every bit of the glory, every bit of the praise. Keep us safe as we travel, Lord. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, give God a hand clap of praise before we go. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, give Him glory. Give Him praise. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Love you, church.